The hockey world is one that never sleeps. My name is Christopher Hess, and this is Between the Pipes. And welcome into Between the Pipes. I'm your host, Christopher Hess. And before we start with our scheduled content for today, um, I made a name change that the name Twig and Biscuit, I just... You know, I didn't like it. It only lasted one episode, but I feel that this one is a lot better. I'm now calling this Between the Pipes. So, where we're going to go today, we're going to take a ride down to Huntsville, Alabama. So, Alabama Huntsville, a member of the WCHA, um, lost their program due to the coronavirus pandemic and lack of transparency from the president. It was on the chopping block for quite some time. And there's just so much to dissect in this entire situation. For starters, it is so sad to see any program go the way that Huntsville had to suffer for, although it was only a very short period of time, that it was a sort of slow and painful death. Not really slow and painful. It was more of a quick and painful death, but the, the, the week that it took for alumni to come together and for them to raise money for another season was great and all, but you'd never just want to see a program fold in, the, in that fashion. And obviously there hasn't been much sustained success, excuse me. It, it's, it's tough. It's tough to win at a place where hockey isn't necessarily the most popular thing to do. And there were also plans to cut this program back in 2011-2012, but it was saved sort of in the same manner, and they ended up joining the WCHA in 2013. So, what's next? Um, it's safe to say that we are back at square one, if you will. Uh, the pandemic really isn't doing any favors in regards to scheduling that teams are going to want to go down to Alabama and have to travel because of all the different travel restrictions and all of that stuff. And it's a mess. None of the teams have really released their schedules yet and probably won't until there's a definitive plan for fall athletics, especially hockey. That's, they kick off their seasons in the beginning of October or maybe the middle of October, depending on how the schedule works out. So Huntsville also added a hockey advisory board for the future and must develop a five-year funding model to, in order to sustain the program and they were able to raise over $750,000 to play in the 2020-2021 academic year. Now, that's good and all that they were able to raise money and then whatever budget money was left over to go towards the season. But who knows what this advisory board's going to do? They could come together and say there's no real way we can get this thing rolling again. It's maybe the one year pro one year thing and then that's it. And on top of that, too, another logistical problem is the CCHA becoming a thing in 2021-2022. So you have Alaska Anchorage, Alaska Fairbanks, and Alabama Huntsville that were sort of left out of the equation. And the two Alaska programs as well having to suffer through their budget cuts in this state, the University of Alaska system, that their state government had to make all of these cuts to education and all these different programs at the two Alaska schools and they said hockey was on the chopping block and they were able to play this past season and anticipate on playing this upcoming season but there's no concrete plan for the future 
and it sort of makes them the odd man out that teams probably don't want to travel to Alabama and Alaska. So it kind of makes sense because all those other CCHA schools or the current WCHA is Minnesota, Ohio, and Michigan. So they're staying in within their geographic region and it would just make them sort of leave them out to dry. And now here's another question. Who's going to be the head coach? So Mike Corbett desperately tried to make it work, but it was to no avail. So for the time being, Lance West will be the interim. And if Huntsville were to say, hypothetically, get their footing, find out a template for success later on so that the program can continue to compete at the Division One level, who's going to be the guy? You're going to have to, you're either, if Coach West is able to do a good enough job amid turmoil, really, then who's going to want to go in there to be the coach unless you hire him? And in seven years, Corbett went 48, 181, 24, including a 2-26-6 and six clip last season where their only wins were against Northern Michigan, Michigan Tech. So, clearly struggling, and they only had eight wins in the 2018-2019 season. So, there's just a great, great deal of struggle. And this program is sort of, was sort of just left out to die, that... It's so sad. Like, I keep saying it's so sad, but it's true. Like, you don't want to see a program crumble at all. It doesn't matter who it is. You don't want to see them fall. And on top of that, too, not only did the program falter, you had your best players transfer out, too, and it was almost inevitable. So you have Christian Rogic, who left to go play at upstart LIU. Tanner Hickey's going to Arizona State. Liam Isaac's going to Boston College. And Josh Latta is going to UMass Lowell. And th- that just leaves so much uncertainty. Yes, you do have a, recru- a somewhat good recruiting class coming in, but what's the plan for the long run? There's so much uncertainty right now that you may bring these kids in, these freshmen or these transfers or wherever they have because they have enough time to field more players. If these guys are coming in and only playing one year that they get their freshman year and that's it, it's... It's like, oh man, I just started at this one school, now I have to go start at another. And that might, be, that might take a toll on some players. I mean, I could be completely wrong, but that could be one that players may not necessarily want to go to Alabama, Huntsville to play hockey because there's so much uncertainty and other schools in the recruiting field can use it against them. This was a bit of a shorter one, but unlike my first one, which was pushing... 23 minutes because there was a lot to dissect this is just straightforward and to the point here so as a bit of a closer as i've said many times you never ever want to see any program get terminated and the fact that the community and alumni banded together and raises money in such a short period of time is astounding huntsville won a national title at the d2 level and they have a good hockey tradition but it's so tough that when you go from Division Two to Division One, it may not necessarily translate to success, and they've had a hard time translating success. They they're competitive in some instances, but then there's times where it's just like they don't. It looks like they don't even belong out there, and you feel bad for them. I've genuinely felt bad for this team this past year because they went out there, they fought, they battled. But what good is it going up to Mankato playing Minnesota State? giving up 18 goals 
in a weekend, not scoring a single goal, and on top of that, losing your games 10-0 and 8-0 respectively. It's sort of embarrassing. In fact, it is pretty embarrassing, but it makes you feel bad. You're like, this team is just, this team gets overmatched by the best, some of the best teams in the country, and even teams like Alaska, the two Alaskas, which Alaska Anchorage, it only had, I think, maybe four or five wins this past season. They were able to make the WCHA playoff as the eighth seed, and they were having their way with Huntsville as well. Like, wow, is it that bad down there? It might be. But in all honesty, like I mentioned too, this program is the odd man out alongside the two Alaska programs. And I'm not knocking on them at all. But teams from the UP in Michigan Tech, Northern Michigan, and all the way up there in Bemidji State and Lake State as well. Bemidji's in northern Minnesota, and Lake State is literally in Sault Ste. Marie, which is, oh, I don't know, right on Lake Superior, and a bridge connects Sault Ste. Marie in America to Sault Ste. Marie in Canada. Do you think that those programs want to travel down to Alabama or spend a weekend in Alaska where you're traversing time zones? I don't think so. And it makes sense why that those three programs are fighting for their lives to stay afloat because they probably wouldn't be able to survive as an independent. And then on top of that, too, you have Alabama and Alaska visiting each other. That's inconvenient for everybody. It's just a mess that you have 61 total programs out, and it could be down to 58 before we know it. If the two Alaskas fold and Huntsville holds, you're losing three programs right there. And I, like I said, I don't want to see that at all. It doesn't matter. It's not good for the sport when the sport is also trying to expand itself and sort of tap into a market that really hasn't been touched, if you will. That college hockey is something that I think will gain popularity the more like schools sort of explore different options into expansion. But for right now, it is still a small market and not many people know a thing or two about it. But for that, that'll do it for this episode of Between the Pipes. I'm Christopher Hess signing off, and we will see you guys next time. Have a great night, everybody.